When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2873, Stop the House Shaming People, by Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. And I'm Justin Mollock. Welcome back. This is the Sunday bonus episode where I share an extra episode from the Optimal Living Daily Network. Today's coming from Optimal Finance Daily. Please do subscribe to or follow Optimal Finance Daily wherever you're listening to this to keep all of this going. It really helps a lot. But for now, let's get right to the bonus episode and Diana's commentary as we optimize your life. Stop the House Shaming People by J Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. Last week, three different people emailed me asking for advice because they keep getting pressured by friends and family, especially family, to buy a home when neither one of them wants to. I got so riled up after the last message that I shot the following tweet out, which caused quite the hubbub for a hot minute or so. Quote, third note I've received on people feeling pressured to buy a house when they don't want to. Stop the house shaming, people. It's perfectly fine to rent. And yes, hashtag house shaming is now a thing. End quote. As it turns out, I wasn't alone in this thinking. Here are some of the messages and stories I got throughout the day. Quote, Being already buried in a ton of debt didn't even shield me from the house shaming. It doesn't stop. The stress of getting out of my existing debt has soured me on taking out a mortgage, so I've developed Teflon skin about it now. From Double Debt Woman. Quote, this is so true. Everyone wants you to buy a house, but guess what? Only you are paying for it. Your rent is the most you'll pay per month for shelter while your mortgage payment is the least. Taxes, renovations, repairs, taxes. Homeowners have costs beyond a simple rent payment. That was from Squat Fox. Quote, keep preaching this message. A house does not make you wealthy. Wealth and net worth makes you wealthy. Can a house purchase be a good part of a financial plan? Yes. Is it essential? No. You need a roof over your head. I know lots of winners who rent. Lifestyle choice. That was from Build F Muscle. Quote, We get so much about this from family and we own a large two-bedroom condo in an expensive city. It's not just rent shaming, it's non-house shaming too. That was from Lee Perfin. Quote, we pay a ton for a furnished rental and we're happy as larks. Amazing neighborhood, awesome landlord, amenities we'd never pay on our own like a saltwater pool, hot tub, professional home gym, chickens, and zero responsibility. Freedom. That was from Hardly Warkins. Quote, I was totally hashtag house shamed into buying my house way back when. Now we live in an Airstream. 
apparently we have thicker skin now. And that's from a stream in life. I get people wanting to help those they love, but after the first or second mention, it's time to back off and let them live their own lives, unless specifically asked. We all know what you would do in our shoes, but you're not in our shoes and you don't fully know our situation or dreams or desires either. You see a sliver of it, but fortunately, there are many different routes to happiness. And for what it's worth, I'm not even against home ownership at all. I actually think it's an enormous benefit to people, and I give everyone mad respect for going after it if that's what they truly want in their lives, and even more so for paying it off early. The takeaway there, though, is what you truly want in your life. And spoiler alert, not everyone wants to own a house or have a car, bicycle, iPhone, video game, kids, wife, dog, or TV. There's plenty of stuff to occupy and improve our lives. And thank God we live in a country that affords us such freedoms without fear or worry of incarceration. We should be so lucky. So please, for the love of all things holy, stop the shaming. Stop shaming people into buying homes when they're not ready. Stop shaming people into buying new cars if they don't want them. Stop shaming people into going to college or not going to college. Stop shaming people into saving instead of going out partying or traveling with you. Stop shaming people into not retiring early if they've been smart enough to figure out how. And just overall, stop shaming people into anything else they've consciously chosen to do in their lives, regardless of whether you approve of it or not. If you see someone making a mistake, say your piece and then let your loved ones figure it out on their own. If they choose wrong, you'll be there for them when they come back asking for help. And if they choose right, then maybe consider reassessing your own views and see it as an opportunity to grow yourself. We're not always as smart as we like to think we are. The fourth message came in as I sat down to finish this post and the last few lines of it just filled me with so much pride and lightened up my entire day. Quote, at Easter, my boyfriend's aunt was asking me why we hadn't yet moved in together. To which I responded, I want to pay off my loans first. To my surprise, I found myself defending my decision to a table of 50 plus year olds about the possibility of financial independence. They responded with things like, there will always be something that comes up or you'll always be paying off something. To which I confidently said, but why should that be the norm? That made me feel so strong. It made me feel confident, like I had all the answers, which for once I'm okay accepting that stereotype of millennials. Because in this instance, I think it was warranted. End quote. She went on to say that she's never been so happy and confident with her decisions and conversations around money since finding money blogs. She's finally able to really understand the meaning of financial stability and the role it plays in both her life and relationships. And she's certainly walking the talk too, just about killing $60,000 of student loans, which will be cleared away completely next month, exactly three years after her graduation. You do your thing, girl. Own that life of yours. And I hope all you hearing this will also embrace your beliefs and strive for everything you want deep down inside. Only you know what you want most out of life. Sorry, moms. So stick with your heart, do your best, and then brush those shoulders off whenever you fall, which you will but better to fail doing something you want versus failing doing something others want. This is your life. Stay true to yourselves. You just listened to the post titled, Stop the House Shaming People. 
by Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. I kind of wish Jay Money ended this rant with one of my favorite sayings. You do you, boo-boo. As challenging as it is, I think it's important to remember that other people's opinions of us are simply none of our business. Just like our money decisions are none of their business. This post reminded me of an email exchange that I had with a listener the other day. She was struggling with her mother's disapproving of her plans to retire early. Her mom felt that she was in her prime working years and even threatened to remove her from the will because she associated retiring early as having a weak work ethic. While this seems a bit extreme, I think it demonstrates how hard it can be to choose an unconventional path and potentially disappoint the people we love. But here's the thing, as tough as it might be to disappoint other people, the only thing worse than that is disappointing yourself. It's your life and ultimately you call the shots. I think it's really hard to navigate other people's opinions when you decide to take an unconventional route, but it might help to remember that their disapproval says so much more about them than it does about you. This can be particularly tough when it comes to the opinions of our parents. Our parents are the first people we ever seek approval from when we're kids, so it's pretty much ingrained in us to want their support. Their concern may be rooted in worry for us, even if their opinions are rooted in misguided assumptions. When you don't understand the math behind early retirement and how it's even possible, it's very easy to dismiss it. Many people also think if you're not working in the traditional sense for an employer, you may end up aimless and unhappy. I suggested this listener explain to her mom that she's been diligent about the numbers and so there's no financial reason she needs traditional employment. And by not working, she's able to invest her other two most valuable resources, her time and energy, into the things she truly values. Early retirement is a huge accomplishment So it's possible that if her mom understood it better, she'd actually be proud of her daughter's impressive work ethic. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where optimal life awaits.